So today the story is about the crow and the pitcher, with the title, There is always a way. It's coming from Life Lesson from Aesop Fable. This is the story. A thirsty crow comes across a pitcher which had been full of water. But when he puts big into the pitcher, he cannot reach the water. He keeps trying, but then gives up. At last, he said, oh, let's have a new idea. He keeps dropping pebbles into the pitcher. Soon the water rises up to the top and he was able to quench finally his thirst. What is the lesson about it? Just simple, little by little, that's the trick. When at first you don't succeed, please try, try again. Persistence is the key to solving any problem. If your first solution doesn't solve the problem, think of another solution, keep trying until you get the answer. Because after all, it's better than doing nothing at all. Mwaiseni, welcome to the art of otherness. Conversations on fearless authenticity. From lawyer to salsa dancer, David Smiles' journey is about following your own path despite the pressure of family and society. Okay, so today I have the amazing David Smile with me. Um, Thank you. David, too. welcome to the podcast. So great to have you. Um, I've been fascinated by your dance and just your life story. I've known you for a little while now, so I'm really excited to kind of like get into a conversation um, just around what you've changed in your life and where you're at and what you're doing. So to start off with, do you speak another language other than English? Uh, yes, obviously, yeah, my, my mother tongue language, French. Mm -hmm. uh, so I speak English, French, and a bit of um, Africa ethnic for my mother. They call that Ani. Ani? Yeah. Okay. So. Awesome. So yeah. what I want you to do is to teach us how to say hello. I've been learning how to say hello in different languages from my guests. So pick a language that you want. Of course. I, uh, I, <laughs> and teach me how to say hello. Okay. Um, in Australia, it looks like French works well. Mm -hmm. So I will say, Bonjour tout le monde, comment ça va? Bonjour tout le monde, comment ça va? Parfait, bien, oh, excellent. Great, awesome. Does that mean hello, how are you? Exactly, it means exactly, hello, uh, hello everyone, how are you? Awesome, great, bonjour. Oh, I've forgotten. Bonjour tout le monde. Tout le monde. Comment ça va? Comment ça va? Ah, yes. I don't yet have the um, right intonation, but I'll get there. I'll I'm, get there. I'm working with my English intonation too. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Um, and why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, professionally, personally, who is David? Okay. Uh, we give you a bit of my background. Um, so my name is David Smile. Uh, I'm from France. And um, my mother language is French, of course, so please um, uh, don't be, be indulgent with my oh, language. Oh, don't worry. People are going to love your French accent. Okay. I can hear people listening now just going, ooh, yes, 
Yes. Thanks for that. So yeah, I was a lawyer and a banker in France for many years. So I did two master degree to get that. And all that, my mom wanted me to be in France, to be a lawyer in France. And, but my passion was always for dancing. My mother told me, I didn't send you to school to make you become a dancer. So I wanted to make her happy. Reason I decided to do a white collar job. But this, with, time, with time, I realized that I wasn't happy. Because you, it's good to help people with law, but with dancers who are help people, and it's not the same way of helping. Uh, I can see when I do dancing, like life of people change really. Mm. They, be, they can be sad before, they become happy. They can be alone before, they become like, oh, they meet so many people, and definitely. So yeah, I decided to go against my mother's wish and find my way toward my dream. And I became a salsa dancer, not only in France, but I did that all around the world. Um, Qatar, Dubai, Croatia, Morocco, Estonia. So yeah, and now I'm in Australia, Melbourne. Awesome. I'm interested. So, you know, my mother is like so dear to me. I've realized now that I'm older that, you know, a lot of the things that we do is to please our parents, you know, to yeah. make our oh, mothers yeah. happy. So I understand you doing law to make your mother happy. <laughs> I know a lot of people who've done all these degrees to make their mothers happy or their fathers. But tell me about the time when you decided, you're like, you know what, I've been practicing law, I did law, but it's not making me happy. Knowing that your mother was not going to be happy with you changing careers, like, what was that moment for you? Uh, I think um, when you go to do your job as a lawyer and you finish your job, you go home and you still have to work until sometime 2 a.m. because it's a big case the day after and you're not ready for that and you're not paid for that also. And uh, you go again in the morning and you said, no, I, I don't really enjoy these things. I thought, I wasn't drawing, but something missed. And, uh, and sometimes I was going dancing for fun, even for teaching people, and like my happiness were coming straight. Mm. So I started to ask myself, is it really what I want to do? Mm. And that's how finally I, in, even in France already, I moved from lawyer to dancing. Mm. And today's my job. How did you know dance though? Like you knew you didn't want to be a lawyer for sure, but how did you know that your passion was now dancing? How did you find First of dance? all, I do dancing since I'm two years old. Like, you know, in Africa, my people, African culture, they do dance, dance, dance. Yes. For like, you put the music like, your baby start to move. <laughs> you I know, have seen lots of babies who are like moving at one month old. I don't know what they're moving to. You get my point. So you just grow with that, grow with that. And sometimes I hear people saying, oh, you, you, you are so good dancer because it's your blood. And I say to people, no, it's not true. It's because I did it for so many times that it become natural. So yeah. everyone can do it's that. It's practice. It's practice. So yeah, I um, discovered, I find out salsa when I was exact. It was around 14 years ago. I went to a party like many people and I said, oh, this dance is so nice. And one girl came to me and asked me, can I dance with you? And I said, no. Because I didn't know what to do, salsa. <laughs> and even you know, when you dance, salsa is a bit different. You, know, you have to know what you are doing. Mm. Okay, I said no. And another girl came like 20 minutes after. Oh, I'm sure you know how to dance. Can I ask you to dance with me? I said no. 
You I, had to learn. There I, were too uh, many girls. You got it. You. I just wanted to say, like, oh, guys, are you serious? Oh, I can. I don't know how to dance this dance. I need to learn how to dance this dance. And because also in this world, obviously, no many men are dancing. So we need more men. Mm. So I did it. I love it. I love it. I think we'll talk a little bit more about your dance because you have um, your dance company that you're having in Melbourne and what you do here. So before we talk about that, I'm interested in what makes you tick. Like, what is the thing that just drives you every day? Uh, I can say it, I believe that dancing brings people together. And that's very important for me, bringing people together. Um, it's, it has so much love that you cannot describe. And I want to keep spreading that everywhere I can. It is about making one unhappy person's life to a happy one. It is about helping people to wipe their sad tears and make them smile. It is about understanding and getting to know people through dancing. It may f I may fall, fail at times, but I will keep trying and I will not give up until I have achieving, achieved them. So even determination is on it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely because my main activity is not on the object, it's on the human beings. And I saw the smile coming from that just after. Of course, it's a great motivation for me to keep going. Yes, all right. You can't dance and just be like frowning and angry. Even if you are, the moment you start dancing, something just like gets off your weight and you just get into a really good space. And you even don't need to know how to dance. Just put some music. You can see a baby, one year old, can move his body because the music mm -hmm. is making moving. So you put some music in your bathroom. Many people do do that. Yeah. You don't care. You just let your body go and you're happy. <laughs> That's how it works. I just help you to get through that in yeah. front of people. Damn. And take away the fear because I think like even for myself when I was younger I would just I love dance and up to now I still love dance but I feel as if when I was younger I would just dance and it didn't matter. The older I grew though I was like oh people are watching me they're going to see that I don't know how to dance this step or I think I look awkward and then you start not dancing because you're thinking you're looking awkward. You don't know how to dance. How do you help people through those types of feelings? Exactly, exactly. I got a good one for that because, of course, it's happened to me a lot of time, this kind of question. So for me, the, the explanation, the real explanation is you have to compare a child to an adult. Why I say that? If you put, for example, a child on the table, it can be your little brother, it can be your son, anything, and you say to him, from this table, please jump in my hand. I'm waiting for you, come. Of course, the child will jump because he trusts you. He's not afraid, he's innocent. He doesn't, he, does, he has no fear, no judgment. Okay, now do the same. Take someone like you, who after 17 maybe, and put him on the table and say, please jump in my hands. What will happen? He said, are you serious? Are you no crazy? way, I will never jump you. Why? If he said to himself, and even imagine she doesn't take me. Imagine I fall on the floor. Mm. Imagine, imagine, all this imagine make you don't doing things. Yeah. And for me, that's exactly what happened today. The society we are living today, unfortunately, push us to forget all the innocence we had when we were young, all the ability to just do it. Don't be afraid. If it doesn't work, just laugh and move forward. So today, because we are afraid about judgment, 
we don't do some things. Mm. So for me today, it's one of the reasons people are afraid to dance because they come to me and say to me every time, yeah, but how do you do when people have two left feet? I said, that's the question I get every time. Mm. It's impossible. You don't have two left feet. I can prove you that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's, you know, getting away from that fear and getting in touch with this part of you that just lets go of things. It's something that you consciously, like for me, I have to consciously remind myself when I'm like, oh, it's too hard. I can't do it. Yes, you can. You know, yes, you can. Having that constantly, every time a blocker comes in your head, you're like, yes, I can do it. I can do it. Um, because it puts you also out of your comfort zone. Yes. But what's the best way to move forward if it's not being out of your comfort zone? Mm-hmm. Dance is perfect for that. Dance is perfect. I think dance is therapy. Yeah, right? that's a lot. I feel as if just yeah. talking to you even now, I think about it like it's therapy. It teaches you to like let go of yourself, let go of everything else that's holding you back. And if you're like, if my two left feet cannot become, can become a right and a left, anything else can become a right and a left. People come to me and say, oh, this time is my time. This one hour is my one hour. Yes. I don't think about my children. I don't think about my husband, not my wife. I'm just enjoying my time. Mm. Because the music also fills your brain. Mm. So you can't think about something else. And you have to do some things. Yeah. So all this moment is for you. And everyone knows the power of the music yeah. in your, to your soul. So all these things combined together, plus the fact that it's also fitness. So you sweat. Yeah. And your body is happy because of that. <laughs> Your body is celebrating you. Exactly. So when you go home after, you're just happy. Yeah. If I can give you just a story, just to laugh about something I remember. Yeah. It was uh, one day a man come to me and said, hello, um, I, want to, I want to talk to you about my wife. Mm. I said, hola, what happened? I, what's your name? What happened? He said to me, oh, I just want to say thank you to you. I said, oh, okay. Tell me more. He said, before my wife... Every night when she came from the job, she was yelling on me, no, na-da-da-da-da-da-da. I didn't understand why. And we had a conflict a few times. But start, since she started your class, every time she come after your class, she smile and she just go in a, you know, somewhere and she doesn't, she doesn't shout, she doesn't say nothing. So I said to myself, something interesting happened there. Yeah. And that's why I came, David, to say seriously, thank you, because you changed my life from my wife. Through my wife, I say, wow. I love it. I love it. Tell me about Australia. Why Australia? Um, at this moment, when I was in France, I decided to travel a bit everywhere. And also, I had uh, my ex-girlfriend who wanted to go to Australia. So I thought, oh, it was a good idea to go there and and... Even if it was putting myself in, in comfort zone, because mm. obviously, I don't, as, as I said before, the only things I had from English was, my name is David, I'm fine, <laughs> and you have nothing more than that. Yeah. Because everything you learn in school, you forget when you go out. Mm-hmm. So I, I just came in Australia uh, for three months, as many people, and I love it. Mm. And now I'm here. And tell us what you're doing. Tell me a bit more about your dance and how that has progressed and grown while you've been here? Okay, so I right now I'm teaching in Melbourne, different places in Melbourne, like Earlsbridge, 
um, Mount Waverley, Fitzroy, and even Geelong. But uh, I remember the first night uh, when I came in Australia, I, because I love dancing, I just go straight to a party. It's a good way to meet people too. Yes. And people come to me and said, oh, you dance so well. Are you a salsa teacher? I say, yeah, in France, but I didn't plan to be a teacher here. Please, please be my teacher. I said, wow, okay. So I started to teach from day one. Mm. People just came in my house the day after to get some private lesson. Yeah. And they start in the morning, they, they call me, oh, are you free tomorrow night? And bam, they come the day after. And it happened like that a few times. And I say, wow, people really enjoy mm -hmm. dancing here. And that's one of the things I like about Australia, if they have a just do it. Yeah. And I felt myself like a fish in the water. Yeah. And that's why I said, you know what? People are very nice here and they love dancing too. Let's go. That's you. And also the sunshine. Yeah. Even Melbourne's a bit cold right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's better to dance in winter. Um, and so you teach salsa dancing. Right? Yeah, I teach a different dancing. I teach mainly salsa, but I do Latin dance like bachata, reggaeton, kizomba, mongola, and uh, African dance also. Mm -hmm. So I do a lot of African events where I practice, I do the African dance. Yeah. How, uh, how is Melbourne? Um, do people, how are Melbourne people kind of like switched into dancing? Do you find that you have lots of clients who come through? Like are people excited about salsa dancing? What's the environment like? I know Melbournians are foodies, right? They love their food. How do they love their dance? Good one. Uh, true. Um, the thing is, it's funny because the answer is, also, is already in the definition in Melbourne. Mm -hmm. Melbourne is a multicultural place. Yes. People come from everywhere, even for two days, even for one month, even for years. And they don't know people, they go straight to meet people. We told before, dance is one of the best ways to meet people mm -hmm. because the ice doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. We touch people, we start to talk to people. Yeah. So that's the first one. And the second one is because it's multicultural, people came from so different countries with their own stories. And the good thing about salsa, for example, is people dance salsa everywhere in the world. Yes, yeah. So when you go to Spain, to France, to Croatia, any country I did before for teaching, Anywhere you go, even you know no one, you know this night you will meet easy five, six people who will exchange with you their Facebook or their mm -hmm. connection and we said, oh, you are new here. Tomorrow I can show you a place for dancing. We go together. And that's what happened a lot in Melbourne. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons Melbourne is amazing about dancing. Yeah. So people in Melbourne love dancing, definitely. Lots of places exist for that. Fantastic. So tell me, like... So with your dance as well, this is kind of like, it's what you do, but it's also um, a business, right? Like how have you been connecting those two worlds? Kind of like turning your passion that you love into something that is like a sustainable um, business. You're right, you're right. Uh, the thing is, it's also linked to uh, what I do with the dance. For example, if I talk about just the dance class program, um, Learning dance is a therapeutic form of exercise, which is great, not only for physical health, but also mental and emotional health. Mm -hmm. 
So it improves your memory, balance and blood flow while having fun and learning a new social skill. So why would you not learn to dance? So if I just take this part, for example, mm. some um, aged care facility contacted me to help them, to help the people there to dance. Why? What? So we have people in aged care of, doing salsa and Latin dance. Of course. I want to come to one of those. Of course, because <laughs> let's think about it. We, 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 we have something that help you to count. We said one, two, three, five, six, seven, mm. and okay, boom. So your brain is always working. Yeah. You do step. You walk left, right, forward, backwards. Yeah. It's good. One of what is one of the best thing about health people said is be active. Yeah. What I said just before is one of the best way to be active. You 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 manage your brain. You manage your body. You do a bit of fitness. So yeah, by definition, people definitely were attracted to that from the age care. But it's happened with different things. It, it's also happened, for example, with children. Mm. People come to me and said, oh, I want my child start dancing early. So at this moment, I create a program, not salsa, not partner dancing, obviously, yeah. but I do like reggaeton or hip hop or Afro. And they express their body. Mm. And yes, at the end of the day, it's a business too, because people, when you go to a fitness in the, in the morning, for example, or any times, you pay to do this fitness. Yeah. So when you come for dancing, because you get something from that, you pay for that too. And it's also an income for the teacher. Everyone is happy and oh, it works. Yeah. I like the, the fact that it really is like, what you've talked about is dance is not just, you know, yes, it, it, it's about you know feeling good and you, you you prance around sometimes you jump around you get your movement going but it's also it has like the mental health aspect Impo you know, very you important your mind you you get Any to age. a happy place whether you're a kid or you're you know 90 years old that it changes that part of you it, it gives you the physicality as well as you're dancing they exercise that's happening you're moving your muscles you're moving your body and because i think sometimes dance is just seen as if oh it's a thing that you're doing just to have fun and yes it's having fun but it has a lot more components to it for your physicality and your mentality um, and your mental health as well yeah because people don't really see that when they see people dancing, mm. but they feel that when they dance. When they do it, yeah. That's the, that's, that's the key. When you go home and your body is happy, and you can't explain why, because of it's that. It's dancing. Th that's crazy. <laughs> and like, my youngest student I, uh, is uh, exactly four years old, and my oldest student is 83. Nice. So you can imagine from four to 83, like any yeah. age dance, in fact. Yeah. And I do also some um, event performances. And um, for example, out, you, over someone, you can contact us uh, because you want your guest, um, you want to, to see your guest moving from their seat and be in a dance floor. So we can create a performance tailored to your event. We will inject like your event with a contagious energy that we have everyone moving, shaking, and most importantly, of course, smiling. <laughs> I never forget to smile. Very important to smile, I tell you. 
You can turn any event into a party. Just let us know. Yes. All right. So there's events, there's classes. Um, how do you stay connected? Because I'm getting from you, you, you're very much aligned to, you know, connecting people, making sure that people are bringing out their best selves through dance. Um, how do you stay connected to what's important to you? Um, I think the fact that I'm dancing for so many, many years now uh, made me straight feeling the dance. Any music will come. And I'm not the kind of teacher who come and teach moves straight. I like people feel the dance. And I always said to my student, you can know five moves and make your partner be happy than having 100 moves and you don't pay attention to her and she's mm. not happy. So the connection for me is the most important thing in dance, mm. especially in the partner dancing. So coming to me as you ask me, uh, seeing people, be connected to the people constantly in any situation when I dance with them, mm. help also my brain and my soul to be constantly refreshing. So I feel the happiness by doing that and and that's why I'm, I'm like, that's why I keep moving. I love it. You're also doing like your own mental health by just seeing the connection exactly. that people are having in the dance. Exactly. Um, what lessons have you learned lately? What has been a moment that you've gone, oh, this is interesting. It's changed me or it's moved me to be a better person. What have you learned lately? Uh, I can't say, for example, we can turn that, for example, in challenge. One of the greatest challenges I get was moving in Australia, for example. <laughs> Imagine you go in a new country. Uh, you have your comfort zone in the past. You decided to say no more comfort zone. You go to a new country at the other side of the world compared to France, almost two days traveling, uh, far away to your family. The language, you don't really know how to talk. Yes. And people have slang. So they have their own English also, yes. so it can be very hard. They just say like, mate, how are you, mate? Exactly, I reckon, <laughs> what is reckon? And um, so I put myself in a, out of my comfort zone and it forced me, it pushed me to be better. So I said to myself, I will be teacher in an English country and I will do it. And it looks like I'm doing that well. Yes, I have a lot of students and so, yeah. I like it. So you've kind of like just going through the pain of this here is a new country. The only words I know are, hi, I'm David. <laughs> to being able to have this interview flawlessly. Like I wouldn't have known like you would just, when you came to Australia, you, you didn't, you know, a couple of years ago, you didn't know more than no, having no, that conversation. No friends, no family, being nothing. Being on stages, teaching classes. And I think that's an important lesson. Like what you were talking about before, about being outside your comfort zone and what you do about it. It just, it helps you grow as a person, but it also just makes you an example of other people. If somebody else is out there just going, oh, I can't do this because my language is not good enough. It is good enough, right? You can always challenge yourself and step up. Exactly, exactly. It's like my story, the story I told you before. 
uh, the story, the lesson was persistence is the key to solving any problem. Mm. When at first you don't succeed, just try, try again. Mm. That's my life. Yeah. I did it. I, and I'm still doing that. Yeah. I'm learning like almost 20 English words every day mm. to just be able to talk with people, yeah. just be able to, to melt with, with, with Australia culture, anything. So because I believe in, I believe in my possibility, my ability to do that, mm. and I will do it. Yes, that's what I like. <laughs> How can people contact you on the interwebs? So uh, we have, for example, Instagram. We just have to put, just write David Smile, and we see me straight. Uh, LinkedIn also the same David Smile, even Facebook. And I have also over link in Facebook, like um, Cuban salsa reggaeton in Melbourne. So you can see some party I put there about dancing. Uh, and also Geelong salsa reggaeton for people who live in that part of Victoria. So I said again, Cuban salsa slash reggaeton in Melbourne or Geelong salsa reggaeton. Awesome. And do you have any parting wisdom? Like what wisdom do you want to leave for our listeners? It's one of those podcasts. People love some lessons. I, I have it as a space to kind of like share wisdom, share knowledge. What can you leave with us? Uh, I think if I try to remember in English, uh, people's, one of the sentences I really appreciate is they said, our limits I will say it in French first. They said in French, notre esprit a pour limite que celle que nous le reconnaissons. It means like our spirit has for limit only the limit we think we have. Amazing. So if you think you can, you don't have limit, you won't have limit. Mm -hmm. If you think your limit is just this door in, in one meter in front of you, yes, you'll be your limit because your brain created this limit. So you have to go over this limit, the limit you create by yourself, the limit the society created by yourself, the limit your family, it can be anything around. Just do what you think you are good to do. And again, that's what I do. So I can tell the same to people. Awesome, no limits. Thank you, David. Thank you for spending the time. I am sure everybody is going to learn lots from this conversation. Merci beaucoup et je vous dis à bientôt. Thanks a lot and I say bye bye. See you soon. Awesome. Thank you to David for spending time with us and sharing the crow and the picture tale. This wisdom is not meant for your ears only. Share it with your circle. Thank you for listening. Till next time. Shale Nipo, stay wise, stay connected.